now for more on the markets and some stock picks for your portfolio. We welcome in Tony Zabagala, Chief Operations Officer, Senior Wealth Advisor at Strategic Wealth Partners. Tony, great to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. We heard from our yeah. chairman, Jay Powell, and um, what did you think of his speech? Well, he's uh, kind of saying a lot of what he has been saying. I think they're in a tough spot right now. They they can't stop hiking. They won't stop stike, uh, hiking, but they're going to slow down, and we knew this was coming. And at the end of the day, he is staying consistent with his message. But the Fed fund rate, it, it needs to be higher than CPI. And the Fed fund rate is likely going to be 4.5% in, in the next meeting. Inflation somewhere around six and a half, seven percent. And he just said a couple, not momentarily ago, that the target is two percent. So I expect that the Fed fund rate needs to normalize between five and five and a half percent. And at the end of the day, when it comes to investing, the, the Fed doesn't care about our investment portfolios, unfortunately. But they do care about the person living paycheck to paycheck. They want to make sure that that person can pay their bills. And that's obviously important, too. So he's got a difficult job in front of him. Yeah, even saying the softest landing is plausible. Um, you know, I think that was one of my favorite quotes here from today. Um, we know there's a lag effect to these hikes, and so they're watching that as well. In the meantime, when you try and do some stock picks here, I have a couple of your things that you picked here. How do you go about picking what might be a winner? Well, I, I kind of look at what's going on right now, and I feel that this market is stalled out. You know, we got that great bump over the last month or so because of Powell kind of hinting that he was going to start not tightening as fast. So, but I take a look at the technicals, and I feel like we're hitting resistance somewhere around 4,000 on the S&P. Uh, earnings season's wrapping up, and if you kind of look back at it, it's been a mixed bag. But unfortunately, there was more more of the bad news outweighed the good news uh, we keep on hearing that the the consumer strong but I see serious cracks they're apparent uh, were you know near personal savings is near historical lows uh, we're racking up some debt right now and I think right now it's important that everyone has an active portfolio management men, uh, mentality and that means that it's just going to be more important than ever to reposition into high quality stocks, str uh, stocks that have strong balance sheets, uh, strong cash flow. Look for those essential businesses because when the Fed does stop hiking around five, five and a half percent, they're not going to completely unwind that. We're going to be stuck in this five percent interest rate for a long period of time. And when we, when we are, it's going to be hard for people that are highly leveraged, like technology companies, to make money. And margins are going to be compressed. So let's take a look and, and find those companies that are what I call essential businesses. Right, understood. So at this point now, tell me about Cameco and Brown and Brown. These are they're two different types of companies. Um, tell me about CCJ yeah. is the ticker symbol for the first one. Yeah, Cameco is, uh, you know, the, as the narrative pivots to clean energy, one of the best sources of non-oil energy is nuclear power. Well, uranium is the fuel for nuclear power plants and reactors. Russia happens to be the major exporter of uranium, but they're kind of in the middle of a war and have been kind of canceled from a couple nations throughout the world. 
uh, and that's where Cameco comes in. They're in a position to take advantage of you know, Russia's downfall because they happen to be the largest uranium miner in North America. Plus, you tie in that the Biden administration allocated nearly $6 billion earlier this year to help save nuclear power plants who are struggling with rising costs, competitors, uh, competition from oil-based companies. So I, I really feel that this is a, a long-term play. And you know, they're actually positive for the year. Where you look at the S&P 500 down right. you know, roughly 15% year to date, Amico's near up 10%. So we're, we, they, yeah. the, the, yeah. the pivot for clean energy needs to happen. What's interesting is how, um, when we think about clean energy, we think about ESG investing, and um, all of these were very hot topics. And I think as the market started to really sell off and people started to really feel the pinch, they started to move away from some of those favorite ideas, you know, good, good environment, good service, good everything. They were like, oh no, I'm, I mean, now I'm really getting, you know, pinched here and I need to focus back on my portfolio. So um, there's probably room for everything at this point. Tell me a little bit about Brown and Brown. Yeah, so Brown and Brown, um, they're basically the middleman between property and casualty insurers and the end market consumer. So basically, they're the middleman. They're, they're placing insurance to the end consumer. And at the end of the day, as insurance goes up, B&B is along for the ride because they're going to get those commission increases as well. And also, at the end of the day, the end user is always going to need insurance. And Another thing that Brown & Brown has been doing well over the last several years is they've been successful with acquisitions of smaller mom-and-pop insurance companies. So they're, they're building their footprint, but also they don't have to worry about raising their rates. The insurers are going to do it for them. Yeah, understood. How are you feeling about the market overall? I mean, do you think that um, there could be some sort of Santa Claus rally? I mean, I know you ha you're feeling like you have to have an active portfolio. You can't just sit back. Would you make any moves on a big sell-off or maybe a, a run-up? What do you think could happen? We, we've been sitting on about 10% to 15% dry powder for our clients for quite some time this year. And because and, we still feel that we're, we're in this bear market. We just happened to get a pop over the last month or so because the market, or the, the Fed's not as uh, hawkish as they, you know, they're starting to tone down their hawkish uh, mentality on raising rates. But the average bear market, it lasts 20 to 22 months. We're, we're only 11 months through this year. Um, another indicator I'm watching are the inversion of the yield curves. You don't want to fight the bond market. And when you have the, the two, the, the two-year and the 10-year have been inverted for a long period of time. Now you're seeing the three-month and the 10-year flirting with inversion, and that has predicted 11 of the last 12 recessions. And I just saw in one of my uh, reports that the senior loan office survey are basically saying that the bank's willingness to lend money is souring and actually turning negative. And when it turns negative, the last eight out of the nine, 10 instances, a recession has occurred in that. So I'm seeing th you know, at least the inversion curve and now the banks are starting to tighten their, uh, th their wallets on shifting money to lenders right now because they're afraid of you know, bad loans. Uh, you know what, and I think that the Fed is watching that very carefully, don't you? I agree, I, I, think, they're, I think they're watching, but I, 
I, I feel that they're looking a lot behind them. They're not looking in right. front of them. And, and what I mean by that, they're, they're taking data. Well, data comes from past performances. And, and I, I think they, I'd like to have them say, you know what, we're starting to see some cracks in the consumer, we're gonna back off. That, that would be a little bit more palatable because the, 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 the information is just gonna be lagging. And we're always gonna be lagging, they're gonna over tighten, and it could cause a deeper recession, and, and I hope they don't fumble it. They're, they're, they're talking yeah. about a soft landing, but it, they got a thread of needle right now. Yeah, soft-ish, soft-ish landing. <laughs> that's, that's a real technical term, Tony. We have to keep that in mind now. <laughs> Tony Zebegala, thank right. you. Strategic Wealth Partners, thank great you. to see you. Thank you so much.